I'm here with EL head, head football coach Dave Sterling. Coach, uh, boy, he's a close one. I was here. Could have gone either way. Yep. You know, I mean, you had the quarterback trapped. He throws it up to a 6'5 receiver and, yeah, gets, and bang, touchdown. I mean, it, it could have gone either way. Yep, and our, guy, our, our men played really well. I mean, you, you talk about that play. Then we drove the length of the field and gave ourselves four shots from the nine-yard line yeah. just couldn't get it in. Yeah, you know? yeah, it really was a whole bunch Still of things. Over there. whole bunch of things in that game that, you know, a little here, a little there. And, yeah, it's a two-touchdown game in your favor. That's 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 the game of football. Yeah, it is, you know, isn't it? Comes down that way. Little small things. Yep. Any guys that uh, stood out that you uh, thought played exceptionally well? Well, obviously Leighton Gerardin has done an incredible job. 261 yards of passing. Um, Josh Hamill, our leading receiver, had 150 yards of receiving, and a lot of those were just a five-yard out. Yeah, yeah. And just you know, Leighton has really understood the concept of. You know, if, if you throw 13, you know, five yards, yard outs, we've moved the ball down the field, and we're probably in a scoring position where we sure. scored, or he's going to have, you know, more than 100 yards of passing because those guys will get him extra yards after the catch. And uh, he really trusts those guys who grew up with him. They played a lot together. And, you know, I had to sit down and talk with him. I said, if, if you were Tom Brady, how many balls does he throw down the field beyond 10 yards? Yeah. And, like, no. Leighton looked at me and I said, yeah. hardly no. any. Yeah. I said he used to with Randy Moss, but That's you know, it, right though. now if he's forcing it down the field, they're probably in a desperate situation. Yeah. And I said, you know, you've got to remember that a good quarterback understands get the ball, you know, get get the short gain, move the sticks, and the big gains will come eventually. Yeah, somebody you break know? break a tackle and suddenly it's a twenty five yard gain. Exactly. Yeah. And you've got good athletes like that that can give you even more. You know? Yeah, I've been impressed with them. I think I told you at one of our earlier interviews, when you lose a, a two year starter at quarterback and you come back and you got a, a senior. You know, mm -hmm. you know he's got some experience in the program, but you don't know what to. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, he's been fantastic. I thought, and uh, you know, he's he's put his work in, you know, for four years to wait for this opportunity, as well as you know the guys around him trust him and love him so sure. much that they they all believe in each other. So yeah. it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't have to convince people that this is a guy that's going to play quarterback. No, they all knew it was yeah. him as soon as he got his chance. Yeah. Anybody else that uh, stood out to you? Um, well, defensively, we had several guys with more than, you know, five tackles. We had, you know, it was obviously a back-and-forth game, and it was 182 plays, I think, were in that game. I mean, it was just an up-and-down game, and, you know, it was really, you know, we had, you know, great leadership from people like Kevin Lachance and, and uh, you know, Dawson Tracy and also with, uh, you know, the – you know, you can't talk enough about, you know, the way our, our, our backs have done blocking to give Leighton that opportunity to, to make the plays, and they're being very unselfish. You know, you know Nick, uh, Josh Kaiser, excuse me, on our first game um, had a blowout game. I mean, he had 130 yards, he had three touchdowns, and now he realizes that, you know, teams are probably going to back the box, sure. which we're seeing a lot of 5-2 defenses. And he has to give Leighton that chance by blocking the edge and letting sure. Leighton get out and throw the ball. Yeah. So it's been really good to see the guys, you know, understand the situation and, and respond. So yeah, it's, think, it's a whole team effort. Yeah, they played very well as a team. There's yeah. no question about that. Yep. Uh, you've got Portland. What uh, What can you tell me about Portland? Portland is a, has exceptional athletes. They've got very good offensive and defensive linemen. A lot of their guys play both ways. They play all the special teams. They play, you know, the entire length of a game, and they're very well conditioned. Um, they have a quarterback that's starting for his second year. Um, he was the starter until the Moss kids started at the end of the season last year. Um, he's a very elusive athlete. Uh, they've got another running back, number 24, who is just excellent. Good cutback ability. 
Uh, number five is their uh, kickoff and punt returner, and I think he has three touchdowns on punt returns or kickoff returns already. Um, and, uh, you know, they're a very well-coached team by Jim Hartman. And, you know, uh, the defensive coordinator, Mark Runnow, is someone that I know extremely well. And, you know, they're, they're you know, a tough, gritty um, group of kids that, that play really well, and, you know, it will be an exciting game to get on the field with them. Seems to me, Elwich is he uh, not only is he leading the North in rushing, is he leading all of A? I think I he read might, somewhere. I, I don't really look at stats, yeah, he's, coach. He's done, I think he's done. <laughs> uh, there's a lot. only there's I, only one stat I really yeah, am right. concerned at about, end, and, right? and as well yeah. the stat, you know, yeah. the, the performance of our players yeah. and their help. I don't really look at stats during the season. Uh, we I've been asking the other coaches this week. Last week I asked about films and weightlifting or whatever. Yes, sir. This week it's been. Um, there was an article uh, posted with a question to the MPA saying, so what are you going to do about it? And that was last Thursday night, uh, Bob Sinclair's team at Orono played a game, and, well, they said 12. I think the number is they had 14 dressed players. Oh, wow. And uh, the score actually was not as bad as you might expect it to be, 28-7 yep. to 7 or something mm-hmm. like that, maybe 30-7. to 7. Um, And they were saying, you know, what a... What's the NBA going to do? How about the development? How about eight-man football? What's the number? I mean, I know for EL and Lewiston and the bigger A schools, you know, it, it's not a glaring issue. Mm-hmm. But uh, those smaller B, C, and D schools, you know, it, there's a lot of small numbers. What's the what's the number? How small before I, you don't feel you can work with it? Well, you know, I, I, I'm kind of old school. How many did, how many guys do they have on the team in Hoosiers, the movie? Yeah, that's they right. They had six guys, right? Yeah, that's right. And then all he got off the bench and hit yeah, the free throws the free to throw. win the game. That's right. Yeah. You know, so I you know, I can't really make that call. You know, I, I think there's a lot of uh, great opportunity for eight man football in the state of Maine for some of these schools that tr- have have developed a football program and now are, are realizing the, re- the reduced numbers of enrollment at their school, eight-man football may be a great opportunity Absolutely. for them. Yeah. I mean, to keep football moving within the state of Maine, I think that's something that has to progress at some point. Um, I'm not an, I'm not an official. I don't sit on the MPA or anything like that, but you know, I just want to see the, the sport of football continue to grow sure. within the state as well as the opportunities for young men. Sure. You know, I, I see some of these young guys when I've gone when I've coached at the Lobster Bowl and you know, they've they've come from very good programs and you know, just the, the population size, you know, with Maine being one of the only states in the country where deaths outnumber births, yeah. it's kinda hard to keep enrollment up in some oh, of our schools. Right. Sure. So, you know, whatever whatever can work for you know, if eight-man football can be proposed and work at some of these schools, I, I would fully expect that to move forward. The only reason I guess I was hoping that the NBA would have some sense for it, because you can't tell. Lisbon, he said, we've always had small numbers. Yeah. Even when we've been exactly. bigger school, we've always yeah. had small numbers. I just know that, like when I was at Oak Hill, suddenly Sacagawea Valley doesn't have a team this year, mm-hmm. and you got a hole in your schedule. Yeah. That's, we all know what buys mean. They're oh, God, the season. yeah, it's horrible. horrible. It's horrible to keep them so around. So I guess that was now. the only th- thought there was that to know, you know, what you're facing and mm-hmm. who you got and that you got a game each week and, you know, yeah. those kind of things. Yep. But, you know, consolidation of teams has, has done very well. Yes. You know, Buckfield merged with Oxford Hills, and it gives them a great influx of players. Sure. I mean, you know, Coach Wing, you remember back in the day when I went to Edward Little, we had these teams, we had these towns called Minot, Poland, Mechanic Falls that went to EL, yeah. which made the program extremely sure. good oh, yeah. back in those days. Yeah. And they have their own program now. You were talking with their coach. Sure. You know, and some of those schools may have to consolidate to, sure. to, to not get so much make a super team, sure. but also if they want to stay in 11-man yeah. football. You know, and, some, and many of these schools, remember, 
if you went back to the 90s, football didn't exist in those towns. No, that, oh, you know, and, and they decided to ex- expand football dramatically within the state of Maine. Football and lacrosse are the two sports that have grown. Exactly. In the state, actually. But, you know, some of those schools, you know, not so much with school consolidation, but sports consolidations. Hockey programs are nuts. I mean, you've got, you know, four schools playing on one oh, team. I know. Yeah. You know, even uh, Portland and Deering had to merge their hockey teams. Yeah. You know, if, if, if that could, you know, help those teams and as well, you know, it might even help, you know, the, uh, overall aspect of what they can do for fundraising sure. and for a, a money base for a program, that would be good. More than one community, whatever. Yep. Yes, sir. I used to like the kid, Ken Perone, then I'll let you get out of here, coach. Yep. He was the coach at, he was at Baps, then he went to Brewer. Yep. And uh, they won two state championships, one in 70, one in 72. And the 72 team, Winterport High School, which mm-hmm. those kids now go to Hamden, burned yeah. down. Yeah. They had to find some place to go, so mm-hmm. they sent a letter on to the local school boards, and Brewer said, we'll take them. Yeah, exactly. We, we've got a couple long hallways. Our enrollment hasn't you know, increased as much as we thought. We've got room for blah, blah, blah. I think they had a choice. Mm-hmm. Two all-state players came exactly. from Winterport to go to Brewer. I he, he had no idea those kids are coming. I can't tell you. I could, I could go on and on about the number of guys that I played that were at Edward, when I was at Edward Little that were from Minot Pole and Mechanic Falls that were superior athletes, were all-conference athletes. We had a kid, Jeff Libby, that went to uh, – you actually went to West Point and punted for them. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't talk enough about those communities is what they give back to the sure. bigger programs. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Well, listen, Coach, good luck. We'll Thank be you, covering Coach. the game. It's not me. I got Wyndham and Thornton. Good luck with that. So yeah, that'll be an interesting, uh, interesting game. But uh, Aaron Morse will be there, and, and uh, should be a good one.